0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and this is the start of season two. Uh, So I took a little bit of time off. We had a really busy June, a lot of crap came our way. Um, In the last episode, I kind of gave you a quick synopsis of what happened, I got COVID. We had a new guy start, had to do a lot of training. Well, new guy's in his own truck now. Uh, We've kind of recovered from COVID for the most part um and uh we're looking forward to the future and a lot of things have changed over the last two months and uh so i'm going to kind of cover that today um, but kind of give you a quick uh, uh, update on where I think I'm going to take this project. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is something I'm going to do forever. Um, I, I do see the, you know, that people are listening to this, which is really cool. Um, you know, and, and I, I feel at this point, I almost feel obligated to you guys to keep going. Um, you know, but uh, as, as for right now, what I can tell you, my goal with this project is uh, I, I'd like to at least record one full calendar year of being in business. Because uh, I just think that'd be cool. Like, you know, this was my third year in business. Here's a almost daily update of everything I did. Um, I, I don't know. I, that's kind of where my head's at right now, and then where we go from there, we'll see. Uh, maybe we morph it. Maybe uh, uh, it, it evolves. But for now, uh, season two, it's on the books. We're ready to go. Ready to, to kind of uh, let you guys know where, how we're going to finish this year out. You you. If you've been along for the ride this whole time, you know how the first part of the year went, and now we're going to find out how the second part of the year uh, goes together. So, uh, a quick overview of the year so far we are now two and a half years into business. Uh, uh for you know, since this calendar year has started, we have added uh, nearly 50 something pools. Um, I, I think we're at like 54. Uh, no, no. We're not at 54. We, but we've added quite a bit of pools this year. We've also lost a lot of pools. So I'm talking about added and kept, right? Our, our number, total numbers. Right now, I believe we're at 195. Uh, I just lost about four customers this week. Um, but that is uh, partially uh, bad behavior on their end. Partially, uh, uh, we did a price raise in, uh, for the month of June, and people finally saw the bill and probably got sticker shocked, didn't read the email, and quit on us. So... Um, this was just sort of natural. I, I, I knew it was going to happen. Uh, so we're good. I just picked up a customer today. I picked up, uh, I think, two customers last week. Um, so, you know, we're, we're okay. We're, we're still growing um, a little bit faster than we're shrinking. But I have noticed we are shrinking faster than we've ever shrunk before. And so our churn is, is too high. And the reason our churn is too high is because for the last two months, uh, uh, for one of those months, I tried to run with just two technicians in the field. Um, that burned a. I, I at first I thought it was gonna work out financially, but it ended up costing me so much more money than if I had just had three guys doing the pools. Um, and then, uh, also created way more headache, way more work for my guys, burned people out, burned me out. So it was a disaster. So then we hired somebody, but then it took about a month to get him, you know, fully trained, uh, and in his own truck. And this is the f- uh, Friday of the first week that he's been, uh, uh one month. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. I don't know uh, if you guys noticed the uh, the little cut there. Uh, a, a pool guy pulled up next to me and, and said hi. Uh, we're all out here uh, together. Um, anyway, uh, uh, so, yeah, so, you know, it took a while to recover from from losing our guy, and we basically just swallowed up two months of, of uh, break-even growth. And, you know, I really wasn't able to get uh, what I needed to get done, and... It's been really tough, and and that's two months of cash operating on uh, slightly cash flow negative from just the routes. So I want to be clear, um, and, and I've said if you've been listening uh, in the previous season, I'm sure you heard me say we're operating cash flow negative, cash flow negative. We are operating semi cash flow negative. I would say uh, I we have gotten hit with a few unexpected expenses that have tanked our our, our profitability and tanked our cash flow. Um, but uh, when you, when you factor in repairs as well as the recurring revenue, we're not cash flow negative. We're break even, and we, we can we're surviving. It's really been the unexpected expenses that have killed me uh, uh, this year, and then also our chemicals have just been off this year. And I don't uh, one of my big Uh, priorities over the next two months is to dial in all of the chems on all of the pools, uh, and and get everything kind of behaving again, because right now we are just dumping so much chlorine into pools that we really shouldn't have to dump, uh, in. And it's just because I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Uh, so, so yeah, so the first, um, half of the year, it went really well in some ways, but then it also crashed and burned towards the the second portion, you know, quarter two we kind of crashed and burned, um, which really sucked. Uh, but, We're back up. It is now uh, quarter three, I believe, right? Yeah, quarter three, July, July, August, September. Yes, so we are in quarter three. We started the year. The year, uh, uh, the beginning of the year. The goal was to get to eight hundred thousand in revenue, have a office administrator, have a location, and have a what I consider a full a full team of technicians, which would consist of four technicians and one lead technician and myself. That was the, that was the end of the year goal uh, this year. Um, The reality is, is with uh, what happened in quarter two with me getting COVID uh, losing a guy, uh, taking too long to re- you know, make the decision to replace the person, not adapting fast enough, um, learning some really hard lessons that I'm really glad that I learned. Um, you know, and, and that's the other thing. You know, just as a side note, is it, it's all not all doom and gloom. I, I learned some really valuable lessons. I learned to, uh, to respect, uh, uh, you know, needing uh, a certain amount of help. Uh, a, a certain amount of manpower, and not try to skimp on certain things because our quality of service took a dive. Our our overall morale took a dive. So many things took a, a nosedive the last couple of months, and uh, now I'm going to be fixing it for a lot of quarter uh, quarter three. But um, you know, moving forward, uh, we only have six months left in the in the year to hit hit that goal. So I don't I don't really know. Uh, how realistic that is. I, I don't really think it's realistic to hit that goal anymore. Um, and and frankly, I've been trying to get past the 200 customer mark for two months now, a little over two months now. We've been in the 190s for roughly two months. And I'm sure if you go back and listen, I'm sure my dates are off a little bit, but point is, is we've been we've been in the, the sort of 190 to 200 customer count range for a long time. And I thought we were going to hit it by the end of June and we lost too many customers. And then, you know, so... And I'm kind of starting to drive myself a little crazy uh, trying to get past this arbitrary number of 200 customers because, and and it, and I to the point where I actually uh, uh, really had to sit back and think about this. My wife and I talked about this a ton uh, because it was just driving me nuts. We would get so close, we'd get to 199 and then lose two, and then get to 199 and lose two, 198, and then you know, over and over and over. Um, and, and I'm realizing, you know, that doesn't even matter. The 200 number is just for me. It's just an ego number. Uh, the reality is, is I, that's not enough uh, to get to cash flow break even with the recurring revenue. Anyway, we need about 215 to 220. So I'm going to stop worrying about, I made a decision. I'm going to stop worrying about our customer count. Uh, I am going to still watch our revenue. We still need to grow the revenue. Uh, but I'm going to focus a lot less on that my my new uh hypothesis and the, the in the, the hypothesis i'm about to test on the market is you know if you look at our revenue uh, of our stream our sales streams we have google ads uh you know i used to advertise on next door i don't advertise uh, on next door anymore we do get next you know people who say they saw us on next door uh, but the biggest one hands down without fail and has been has been every year. It's not Google ads, it's not paid ads. It's not it's not the ad we p- took out on this one local magazine. It's not any of these things that we're paying for. Our biggest uh, source of new leads always is word of mouth. And and it really got me thinking. I can't control that as much as I can control ad spend. You know. So it's not as predictable, but I also don't have a budget for a large for large ad spend. So trying to make ad spend, you know, be, or trying to raise our ad spend and have that be our end-all be-all doesn't make sense when it's not naturally the best form of growth, uh, when word of mouth is there and has been there and we we continue to get it. So if word of mouth is our, you know, word of mouth is our number one sales channel. And it, all right. Sorry about that. I uh, had to take a quick phone call. Um, so, yeah. So, uh we're, you know the the ad spend isn't really helping. It, it is helping us. We get at, we get uh, new leads from that, and a lot of times it's it's kind of hard to track because you know you'll ask. I, I tried my best to ask people where they heard of us, but more often than not, it's uh, oh my friend told me about you. Um, far far more often, it's probably like sixty percent is word of mouth right now, and the rest is oh I found you on Google or some obscure thing or whatever. Um, so you know. Google's definitely working, like, Google Ads definitely works, but it's not the biggest uh, draw. All right, sorry about that, I had another call. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Google Ads is great, but it's not it's not the best, and, you know, one of the things I've noticed uh, with us kind of being in this sort of survival state for the last two months, and I know it's kind of hard to explain it to uh, you guys, um because I haven't really been making these, uh, these episodes because it's just been crazy, uh, but it's just been absolutely wild. Uh, you know, I've reduced our time limits on pools for my techs from 20 minutes per pool to 10 minutes per pool, and the quality took a massive hit. I mean, it halved. It halved our quality, basically. And uh, so now, you know, we're in this spot where we're, our churn is up, our, uh, you know, we're finally at a point where we have fully trained guys and so what we're going to do is we're going to refocus. Um, you know, our, our turn is up. We finally have our team. And we know our the best sales uh, channels there that we have, our, our advertising channels, sales channels, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's, it's word of mouth. So, uh, And we know that our quality took a nosedive. Uh, I have been cleaning green pools that have been serviced the day before for basically four weeks. And that's bad. That's really bad. I know how bad that is. You know that's not lost on me. So, uh, moving forward, at least for the month of July, but I think this is going to be a quarter three initiative you know, for the entire quarter is we're no longer going to be tracking the revenue. I mean, I'll be tracking the revenue, don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'll be tracking the sales, you know, the the total numbers, but that's not going to be the metric that we really dis- determine, um, you know, uh, whether or not we're being successful. Uh, now we're, we're shifting our focus from this survival mode where I'm telling my guys to go as fast as they can, because if they don't, I'm going to be, we're going to lose our shirt on labor. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and skimp on chems a little bit here and there because we're just so over budgeted on everything, uh, to we're, we're shifting gears to now we have a labor force that can actually do the job uh, uh, within a reasonable amount of time. And, um, and you know, we have, which frees up some of that budget for chems. And so now our focus is make these pools, every single one of our pools, make them sparkle. You know, quality over quantity, quality, quality, quality. That's all we are going to be focused on. Uh, for the foreseeable future, mainly in July, so that's number one. We are we are refocusing our team to uh, you know to challenge them to become to to help us all become the best pool service provider in our area. That is the game plan now. We want our our customers to be so stoked that we're their pool guys that they tell all of their friends. Um, so we're going to go double down on the best uh, sales channel that we have. And, and by doing so, we're going to be increasing the quality. By doing so, hopefully, we're going to be reducing my workload because I'm not going to be doing all these emergency uh, service calls for free. And then, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, everyone's going to be happier. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's my hypothesis is that the numbers Will the growth numbers and the churn numbers will sort of take care of themselves if we focus on uh, just improving the service, just improving uh, the company, basically, improving the experience for our customers. Uh, You know, go back to being focused on the customer centric. We had to do, uh, arguably, we had to do what we had to do for the last two months. We had to survive. We had to try things out. We had to just get through it and do anything we, we could just to survive. And we did. But now it's important to get out of that survival mode. We're probably going to lose a little bit of money at first, but uh, uh, really dial in that, that quality of service and focus in on that and focus in on making our customers so happy that when somebody asks what pool service you have, they don't want to tell them anything but good stuff. And I think that's going to pay off dividends over the next couple of months. Um, so that's that's priority uh, kind of a couple of things that are changing from a priority standpoint. I mean, we still need to keep growing. We still need to do uh, what what we can to make sure that our, our uh, numbers are there. Um, but we're going to rely a little bit more. Like I'm I'm going to just sort of be open to be relying a little bit more on repairs to get us to that break even, uh, which is what I've been doing anywhere. I just had, anyway I just haven't been focusing on it as much. Um, and now now it's going to be the End all be-all is, is repairs and the recurring revenue from service are how we are able to pay ourselves uh, and how we're able to survive uh, but the quality uh, it, we're not going to be judging like oh, okay 210 we need five more that's the end all. you know grow at all costs like not going to buy accounts we're not going to do anything we are just going to focus on taking care of the business that we have taking care really good care of the customers that we have and then let the growth and let the uh, the, the quality uh, sorry let, let the growth and the revenue numbers take care of themselves and and we're not just doing it because I think that's just gonna fix itself The other reason why we're doing this is because we're gonna need to raise rates again at the end of the year. Um, we're gonna need to raise rates again uh, for people who we didn't raise the rates yet no, one moment. one moment We're gonna raise the rates for people who we haven't raised their rates yet um, and then we're gonna uh, raise the rates. Uh, uh, I'll get into that in a second but you know we have one more round of price raises for everybody who didn't get hit before that should help our revenue numbers a little bit more we should also be losing a couple of customers which makes it easier for the guys to do a higher quality jobs on the pool that they have right it's going to free up more time for that so uh, again win-win it's going to be a little bit challenging uh, painful but that's that the next thing is it, uh, for the people who have already, this is for people who have not had their price raised yet this year um, that are, did not get picked up this year and are, are priced properly already, right? Um, so there's not that many. There's probably like 30 customers we need to hit. Um, the next thing we're going to do is it, it's time. Um, you know, I, I have sort of been just saying yes to any and all uh, new customers. And I've actually bought a lot of uh, uh, routes. And, and, you know, now we're sort of paying the consequences for these things um, a little bit. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you buy a route, you're gonna have shitty pools in the route. It's just part of it. You know, you just have to accept that that's a, a reality. Your pools are not gonna be perfect. Um, you're gonna get a couple of really great pools. You're gonna get a lot of like mediocre to poor pools, but they're still profitable. And then you're gonna get a few of the handful pools where maybe the pools are easy, but the customers suck. Or maybe the customers are great, but the pools suck, right? That's, and, and really, it's usually that bottom 10 to 20%. You, you find out real quick. Those are the pools that that really made the guy want to sell in the beginning, you know, in the first place, right? So, um, you know, you're we're, we're we have a lot of those because we've bought a lot. Um, one moment here. All right, sorry about that. Driving through a construction zone. So we've bought a lot of routes over the last two and a half years. A lot. Probably, I mean if I were to count them and I was kind of scared to count them a little bit, we're probably at like getting close to that, you know, double digit. We may have bought like 10 small routes. Um, and so, and and you got like 20% of that, those routes are going to just be garbage pools. You're going to lose like 10% right away, And then over the course of the two years so far, we've been, we've been able to keep about 50%, which kind of sucks. Uh, now that I'm, I'm seeing it, like that's, that kind of makes me really reconsider buying a route but it does kind of give you that that juice to to kind of jump start and get ahead so i don't really regret it we've replaced all of the ones that we've lost and then some and we're still growing we still have more more accounts than we bought um but it is definitely not Jeez, i've been getting called every every couple of minutes here um so yeah, so I think focusing on quality is the game plan, and so it and it does it's it's for twofold. Number one, it's it's feeding into our best sales channel, uh, and, and really bolstering that. But also, uh, uh, we we're going to be doing a lot of uh, serious cost analysis on every single individual pool. You know, um, you know when you buy all these routes and you lose them, but you but you keep some. Like it, it's I don't know. It's for me, it's just been really hard to keep keep track of everybody. And, and I have not been doing a good job of, of actually looking on a case by case basis. Am I making money on every single pool and, uh, being, uh, having the margins so razor thin and, and even sometimes going negatives. Um, you know, like we did last month and we're probably uh, in June, we went negative by about two grand, uh, even with the repair money, um, now, granted, we had a, a few things happen where I couldn't do the repairs in June that I wanted to, so we probably would have broken even, but, you know, that, that stuff's going to happen, so we, we have to be, you know, better about uh, charging. So, what I'm planning on doing in the month of July is going through all of our problem pools, doing a cost analysis. How long, on average, are my employees staying there every week? How you know, which means you know, how many labor dollars am I am I paying to get this pool done? You know, uh, uh, new gas costs, insurance. You know, what are our, what percentage does this person you know contribute to our sunk costs? Right, and then finally what percentage, you know, how much are we actually spending on chemicals? For example, I just had, what I got off the phone right now with my lead technician about one of our our customers, and he had to put four gallons of chlorine and four scoops of shock, which is about three and a half pounds of shock four of them and it's still not turning uh, uh, back. This customer has told me that she was going to replaster her pool in October of last year. Then she said she was going to replaster her pool in March of this year. And now she's saying she's going to replaster her pool in August of this year. And we've gone through this. Uh, now, this is now the third time she's told me she's going to replaster the pool to fix some of this black algae, some of this, these recurring issues where, you know, that like we're, we're kind of screwed here if we don't do something because uh, that's a lot of chems, and he's telling me this is a very normal uh, dosage that he has to do just to keep this pool from going full swamp on him. And, you know, that's an example of, you know, me, I don't know if messing up is the right word, but me not prioritizing this kind of thing uh, enough, uh, that, that's an example of what, what I'm kind of looking at now. And I've got probably 20% of my book of business is probably, maybe not 20, I would say maybe 10% of my book of business are, are accounts like this. And so what I'm going to be doing this month is I'm going to be going through those, doing the cost analysis, and then writing a personalized email to that person and raising their rates to the point where we're actually going to be profitable, to the, to the point where I want to be profitable. And I'm going to give them a, a no-choice no uh, uh, kind of price raise. Like, this is going to be your new rate. Like, for some people, it's going to be astronomical, and they're going to say no. And, like, that's just the way it's going to go. There's no other way around it. They, they will say no because I'm going to have to say, I just did a cost analysis. The only way we're going to be able to do your pool is to charge you three hundred fifty bucks a month, and no one's going to, you know, say yes to that. They're going to find some other schmuck to take advantage of, and and you know, get someone else to give them a cheap quote. And that person's going to do it for a while, and then they're going to have to do the same thing, right? Um, but I'm going to do a lot of that. The other uh, sort of, um, you know, and that's going to be tough. But it's it's time. It's time we trim the fat. It's time we cut. uh, You know, start start trimming the fat, raising our rates where we need to, and and really being more dialed in on a case by case basis. Not because the way I've been operating so far is just general. Like, all right, if we have two hundred customers, and if our average profit margin is this, you know, based off of the total expenses by the end of the month, you know, and you know, total income, total expenses, like this is our margin. That's how I've been calculating it. You know, before. Uh, but we do averages for time and we do uh, labor time and we do averages for chems and that's not you know that's just not sustainable right now um, or, or maybe it is but i just don't think that it's smart like we shouldn't be losing money on any customer ever uh so we i want to be profitable on every single customer so by the end of july that's my goal i want to i want to be turning a profit on weekly service uh on every single customer uh by the end of july period no excuses The other side of, um, sort of trimming the fat and, uh, cleaning up the book of business and, uh, you know, just really, really going through with a fine tooth comb and, and just making sure that we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's as a company is I am going to be going through my book of business and I am going to start, um, I'm going to go through anyone who has behavior issues, um, more, more important, less for about me, but more importantly for my team, um. You know, people who complain when there's nothing to complain for i've had a few people this year just get kind of pissed off that we took a week off uh for when i got covid they were they were just mad and had me come out claim their pool was green i go out there's there's not a speck of algae their chems are perfect and and they go that's so weird it was really bad yesterday and then they had me come out you know there, there was one guy in particular he had me come out three times uh, three straight days in a row, and I came out, and there was literally nothing wrong with this pool three times. She was like, "Oh, thanks for taking care of us," but I knew what it was. What it was was a behavior thing. It was a, it was a, you're gonna come out, and you're gonna, you're gonna come take a look at the pool because I don't feel like, you know, it, it was a weird like power thing. And for people like that, um, we're not gonna just drop them. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a very serious look at their pools. Their, 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 you know, how much if we're profitable, fine. I'll deal with it. You know, a little bit of nasty behavior is fine. You're, you're not going to have a book of business where people never get frustrated and never do something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that's something that I, I don't want to tolerate for very long because it does suck my energy. And more importantly, it sucks the energy of my team when they do stuff like that. Uh, uh, or when when people do things like that and so uh, I'm going to go through do a cost analysis on those pools but I'm also going to do a cost analysis for myself uh, or, or including like the time that I spend there which I don't normally do and I'm going to start building in, Profit margin that I'm happy with doing a pool for an entire month dealing with behavioral issues, and it and I'm also going to just cut people too. That's the other side of the behavioral issue thing. I'm also just going to cut people who deserve to be cut um, because, like, there are there is some unacceptable behavior that I've I've just sort of accepted, um, and I continue to get better and better at this. But it's something that I I it's something I struggle with. I I just sort of take abuse for the sake of the company and and the sake of growth. And I need to be a little, and I'm I'm not even upset that I do that. I'm, you know, I I feel like I've done what I have to, to get to where I am now. It's just now to get to where I want to go next. I need to change what I've been doing, and uh, you know, behavioral issues that I've tolerated in the past are no longer going to be going to be tolerated. Um, and then finally, the. Uh, the last kind of behavioral and, the, and I'm not talking about like people complaining or people you know being frustrated with me I'm talking about people who pay late consistently and then complain right those people They always end up paying their bill, but sometimes it takes them two months to pay their bills, right? Like those kinds of people who also expect you to like come at their beck and call and then feel entitled to sort of be, you know, passive aggressive or nasty under their breath or, you know, whatever. Uh, But they don't even pay their bills on time, right? Those people are, uh, I think the day of reckoning has come for those people. I think we're going to have to uh, uh, address the poor payment history. Um, For for the really bad people, I'm going to have to get a card on file and we're going to have to convert them to auto pay because we no longer can handle um, so much, uh, so much uh, uh, delinquency on, on debts. So, which my wife has done a really good job of getting that down. So it's not like the, like we had a record low overdue bill uh, to end June. It was like five grand of 25 grand. It was, I've never seen that. That's like, that's the best we've ever had. That's 20%. Um, which is really sad to say that out loud. It's 20% uh, at the end of the month. And then, you know, usually by, you know, one week into the, the following month, we have uh, about 90, 95% of the debts collected. Um, but so for that 5% that are left, those are the people we're going to start just auto bill. Like, hey, a- automatic, we can't, we can't continue to service your pool. Um, but for example, I had a guy, I did a, a spring conditioning back in April. So April 1, he had a bill due. Doesn't respond, we send him the bill, send him reminders, late reminders. He's probably gotten at least 12 emails from us. He pays his other bills, uh, but he's gotten 12 emails from us. My wife's called and left three or four voicemails for him and then sent out a personalized email uh, on top of the, the generic QuickBooks emails that get sent, and then sent him a personalized text Uh, No response, no response, no response. And then finally, yesterday, he left me a voicemail saying, I need to know what this charge is about. You guys keep hounding me about it. You know, what even is this? Despite the fact that he's literally paid for it every year that we've done his pool. So he's paid for it two years prior. Uh, uh, And we send out a notice ahead of time letting people know, hey, this is coming, be ready. Uh, And and then, you know, among a a plethora of other issues. But to be kind of nasty and say, you need to explain this after I've already at this point spent more money trying to collect the payment than than I would have made on the payment itself. I'm in the hole on this no matter what. I'm not explaining shit to this guy. I'm dropping this guy. So things like that, we're just dropping people. So we will still drop people for poor behavior like that. Um, And I need to be better about not allowing that to happen in the first place, suspending service more aggressively. So July is going to be a month of quality checks. Um, We're also, uh, we had to kind of drop spot checks on our guys uh, we're going to be bringing those back up in July. So the month of July is, is 100% improve quality of service, improve customer experience, improve our book of business, strengthen our profit margins, strengthen our cash flow, sh- You know, cut the fat. We might shrink in July. It's a very real possibility that we shrink down to like 180, even 170. Uh, very real possibility that we may not have enough pools for three guys. But unfortunately, we have to take this step back now. I'm realizing after after kind of grinding myself to a pulp and, and borderline breaking down um, at the end of June here, uh, uh, you know, to the point where I was almost ready to throw in the towel, it's time to, to kind of reassess. It's time to rip this Band-Aid off. We need to focus on quality. We need to strengthen our business. We need to strengthen the payments. We need to strengthen so many things. And now is the time to do it. Um, the, and then the final thing from a quality perspective is I have, been not, I have not been uh, as good about following up on every single lead that comes in. I've been overwhelmed. I've been overworked. It's, it's time to cut excuses. My, my uh, response rate needs to be less than 24 hours, really needs to be less than an hour um, for, for a response rate. I need to be answering my phones more often and I need to be turning over every single lead that comes in and I need to be qualifying, doing everything I can to get the sales that we need to get uh, because I have slacked on that. Um, and so that's kind of the last thing I'm going to be working on in the month of July. Um, so that's our July objective. Just make this thing better overall because we can't keep running like this. We're going to go bankrupt if we keep running like this. So we're going to gonna redo our business. It's going to be a lot of really painful changes coming up. Um, I'm not looking forward to it, but I am looking forward to the results. Um, so that's where we're at. Um, that's what we're doing for season two. You know, season season one was the first two quarters of the year. It was a it was a great first. I, I think it was a great first half of the year. All things all things considered, you know, we got a lot done. We made a lot of progress. Now we just got to bring this thing home. the The goals have adjusted. I would like to at least have one full pool cleaning uh, team, which now I think you know three technicians, one lead tech. And if I should just have that, I have the location. It's not the best location, but it'll do for now. If I could just get the location and the, the three technicians with one lead tech so four team members, uh, including myself, I'd say that this was a very successful year, all things considered. And we're going to charge hard for that. So um, that's where we're at. That's the update um, uh, of, of how I'm approaching the second half of this year. We got six months left, baby. This is it. Um, And then I want to leave you with one final tidbit that I'm I'm excited to share, but it could mean absolutely nothing. And and frankly, it most likely will mean absolutely nothing. But um, my wife and I have also made the decision. And for those of you who don't know, my wife owns 50% of the business. So she is my my business partner and my partner in crime. Um, So we've been talking a lot about this over the course of June, uh, some in May. And, uh, we've, we've made the final decision that at the end of the year, um, you know, come November, December, when things really cool down and it becomes way less busy, um, number one, we're not going to slam through and just grind out as much stuff as possible. Like we did last winter, we are going to slow down during the off season and we are going to take a little bit of a mental break. Um, I mean, I'm still going to show up every day. I'm still going to work every day, obviously. But, you know, th- this past winter, we we were trying to prepare as much as we could for as much growth as possible. And I'm glad we did it because our business is stronger for it. This This upcoming year, I'm, I'm not planning on doing that. This upcoming year, I'm planning on trying to save as much money as possible uh, cause during the most profitable times of year. Um, I'm going to be planning on... Um, really taking care of my guys as much as possible and also taking care of myself as much as possible. But the main uh, thing that we are going to start doing the big project for this winter is I want to, I want to get a valuation on our business. I want to see what we've built. I want to see what three years worth of work has gotten us. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get, um, more than one valuation done on the business. I don't want to just listen to one person's. Just like anything, you know, the market will tell me what it's worth. Um, but I want to. I want to start talking to business brokers, um, not pool route sales guys, because I'm not selling a route at this point. I don't have a route. I have a company. Um, you know, I don't do pool cleaning at this point, um, profitably. Um, not that greatest right now, but we're in we're in the midst of chaotic growth. If I were to just stop growth right now and and you know raise rates, cut costs, and maximize profit. We'd probably be pulling in seven to ten grand a month, maybe not ten. Probably be pulling about seven to nine grand a month in, in profit on a, on an average month. You know, so during the winter, way more; during the summer, way less, right? And if I really wanted to, I could probably only work about you know during the summer four to five hours a day, and during the winter one hour a day. If I really wanted to. So I want to know what that's worth on the market, and, and if it's nothing, great. But if somebody comes up and they're like, "Hey, that's worth X." You know, your, your, your total revenue last year was 500,000 and, you know, your projected revenue is this and your hours of contribution to, you know, hours of mandatory work is this to just keep it running. Um, I want to know, like if that's worth 800,000, is that worth a million dollars? Probably not, but you never know. Like, I don't know. I see guys trying to sell routes on uh, like national pool route sales. Like, there's a couple near me. You know, somebody's trying to sell 300 pools with three employees and um, for like six hundred thousand. Well, I don't have 300 pools, but I have three employees, and I, I probably work a hell of a lot less than that guy. I have a contractor in place, and I can pay all my employees to stay on. I can cut them in on the sales to to stay on for six months minimum. I can pay my contractor probably to answer this new person's, you know, uh, answer the new guy's call, um, you know. So there's a lot of ways that I can make this thing work after I'm gone. And I want to know. I want to know, you know, I, I've made no, I have, I've kept no secrets from you guys. Uh, it is not a secret at all. I'm building this business to sell it. Well, at the end of this year, we'll be three years in. At the end of this year, we'll be three years in, I'll have sunk three years of an insane work into this, um, I and, and I will have gotten this thing into a point where it, it can somewhat run by itself without me, with minimal input from me. It cannot run on its own, we're not there, we're probably another two to three years away from that. Um, you know. So you're on the hook, but I can take vacations, Like we're, we're proving that out by the way, I'm taking a vacation in July, I'm taking a day off baby! going to be a four actually it's going to be almost four day uh, weekend Uh, I cannot wait we're going to the beach taking the fam it's great but I'm proving that out right now that's one of the things I'm proving out mainly because I want a vacation but also because I want to know can the owner of the business take a vacation and the business is still there the next week so we're proving that out and if I can add that to the sales pitch like hey you can take vacations this thing actually does run by itself you actually do have a leader. You do actually have technicians ready to go. You do actually have trucks. You do have actually have, you know, a whole thing takes care of itself. I don't think it's big enough to sell. Um, but I am curious to know, like, what is the uh, true value of my company? What is the true value? And I'm going to get multiple. I'm going to talk to multiple brokers. My my Right now, my rough goal is to talk to at least 50 brokers. I won't get a valuation from 50. Um uh, 50 to 100. I want to talk to 50 to 100 brokers. Maybe 500. I don't know. Whatever it takes to get num- start seeing numbers that I want to see. And if I don't see any after like 50 calls, well then, okay, I know I, I got a lot of work to do. But at the end of this year, to cap the year off, um, after grinding ourselves to to next to nothing left, and wanting to like, working so hard that I wanted to quit multiple times. And I in the in the two and a half years I've I've been doing this. This is the first year in the last few months or the the first couple of months that I've genuinely, truly thought about quitting. Scaling down, staying small, never going for it. Um, It's been really tempting. The temptation is always there to sell routes, uh, but you can't just build it back up. It takes a lot more to build routes than it does to sell routes, right? And um, so... Uh, at the end of the year, we've just decided, hey, let's figure out what we're actually sitting on top of. We put everything into this. We put our more, like, we refinance, we put our money into this, our house equity into this, we put our blood into this, my sweat, my tears, you know, the, the, the the good months, the bad months, the, the ridiculously challenging things, the labor shortage, the chemical shortage, the, the supply chain issues. You know, we've grinded through a lot of stuff. And the economy's on the, on the brink of a recession. So we're gonna grind through even more. Um, Personally, I think the recession has already started. I mean, the, you know, but anyway, that's total side note. But, you know, and, and, you know, before it gets too bad, I just want to know, like, what am I sitting on? And then what, and then it doesn't also, that doesn't even mean I'm going to sell it. I just want to know what I'm sitting on. You know, I want to know what the real value is here. Personally, I think I'm sitting on $800,000 business. I don't, I don't think this thing sells. I don't think it makes sense to sell this for less than 800000 but I'm also very biased, obviously. I'm the guy who owns it and stands to make that 800000 But I think if we can consistently pull out 450000 to 500000 with our current revenue right now, and I'm working, if I really wanted to, I could work somewhere between one and five hours a day, depending on the time of year, and that's it? And I can take vacations whenever I want? I mean, you know, I I, and probably pull, if we really squeeze, we probably pull like $95,000 salary, $100,000 salary, maybe. If we really squeezed our margins hard, you know, that's not bad. hundred grand for five hours at maximum, five hours of work a day. Most weeks, five hours of work a week. Some parts of the year you're working five hours a day i mean i don't know about you but that to me sounds like a killer business and not only that but good reputation good good reviews online uh, solid solid uh you know sales channels uh consistent sales channels you know still think we, we there's areas we need to grow we need a better location where we can store chemicals we need uh um You know, we need uh, an office uh, admin help, someone to answer the phones and do scheduling and do, you know, basic billing stuff and, you know, all that. So you can work even, I can work even less because my hours, it's not actually fair to say that you only work, uh, I only work one. I could, could, in theory, only work one to five hours a day because the reality is my wife still does a shitload of stuff behind the scenes. So we need to get an office administrator. Hopefully we'll get one before the end of the year, but it's kind of looking like more of a 2023 thing. Um, but once we get that, then her hours are, are, you know, very low as well. So you may be working, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 hours a week. I mean, to me, that's a, that's a good business. So I want to see what it's worth. We will find out at the end of the year. I'm really excited about that, but I got a long way to go. We got four months of ridiculously hot weather in my area. And uh, got to get through these next four months without going bankrupt first. So that's, that's priority number one. And at the end of the year, we're going to treat ourselves, uh, shopping this baby around. Somebody comes up with the right offer, I'm out of here. If, if nobody does, I'm going to build this thing until somebody does, right? And And the idea is I'm going to build it so well and make this business as rock solid as I can over the next few years until someone buys it. But you know, if nobody buys it, I'm just gonna keep adding and building and adding and building and strengthening and, and increasing quality and increasing profitability and strengthening this thing and dialing in this and building out these pro training programs and, and just consistently make this better and bigger and better and have a better and better, you know, continuously, you know, make a better and better team and, and just always improve over the next five years. You know, it won't matter if somebody wants to buy it or not, I'll just be sitting on top of some amazing company, right? Um, that just—it's like a cash flow machine. I just put money in and it, tr- it cranks money out. So, anyway, that's where my head's at today. Uh, welcome to season two. This is the—the the last. You know, we're gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, season two is gonna be the next six months. I'm gonna record these as much as possible. There will be times where I can't do it. We are in peak season right now. Um, you know, I'm recording this the Friday before the 4th of July, right? Like it's going to be tough for me to get these out, out the door. Come August. It'll probably be a lot more regular. I'm going to just try to get these out as much as I can, but welcome to season two. We're going to wrap this year up. We're going to hit it hard. Uh, mid year, our goals are changing, but all for the better. We've learned a lot this year. We failed a lot this year, but we've also had a lot of successes and I'm excited to continue. And I'm excited to take you along for the journey. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you don't mind, leave a rating review, uh, Hype, you know, five star rating review. Um, Share with your friends if you think they would get some content. But most importantly, thanks again for listening. Uh, uh, And until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.